Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We're here today with George Paspalas. He's the CEO of MagSolver. How are you doing, George? I'm really well, thanks, man. You're here for the one-to-one? Yeah. One? Yep. What's we, happening over there? Um, it's pretty busy. Yeah? It's, uh, it's a good little conference that we like to attend. Yeah, uh, it's one just, of the better ones. Yeah, and sure. we've sort of been on an extensive European trip. Uh, we did uh, shows in uh, Zurich and Geneva last week, and now uh, we've got one-to-one -one this week. So, you know, we're ticking a lot of boxes for non-North American shareholders for MAG. And, right. Uh, that's why we actually like one-to-one. -one. It's, it's a great, efficient venue for us to go and uh, update a lot of our shareholders. Yeah, so people not, you know, they don't know, I guess the clues in the name, you have one-to-one -one meetings. Yep. And, uh, but why are you doing it? You're a big company, huge market cap, throw, throwing off cash. You're updating existing shareholders or looking for looking more? Looking for new ones too. Right, okay. Um, yeah, we, we, we're not quite throwing off cash yet. We will be at the end of next year. But right, I, okay. I, get, I love yeah. your optimism. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, but look, this is a very efficient way yeah. for one conference attendance fee to maybe talk to 20 shareholders. Right. And uh, so it updates existing. There's always one or two new potential shareholders come in and they're only half an hour meetings. Yeah. Uh, but you know, within half an hour, you can sort of whet their appetite and then you find the follow up and next thing you know, you've got a new shareholder, which is, we really like to try and get more names into the story. We've got a very big uh, percentage of our share float is institutionally held by mm. blue chip specialist funds. Um, but we know we like to have some of the um, high net worth, smaller funds. And what's that? Even Liquidity? Yeah. Right, yeah, because okay. A, a lot of the funds have been in us for over 10 years mm. and they're waiting for that cash flow. Yeah. And they've waited patiently and they've waited well for us. Um, but you know, we just like to keep the churn going. Right, okay. Thanks. For that. So, why don't we, for people new to the story, give them a one minute overview and then we'll get into it. One minute overview yeah, of let's the give it a go. highest grade undeveloped silver property in the world. Right. Well, there you go. There's a 10 second overview or one second. Uh, Mag, yes, we IPO'd in 2003 uh, with a, a property in Mexico that we called uh, Juan Ocipio. Mm -hmm. It's right in the middle of the uh, tenements of Fresneo PLC mm -hmm. in the uh, Fresneo trend. And uh, a property that had been owned previously by others and who had felt that, you know, there's probably minimal mineralization potential on the property. Mm -hmm. the property went back to the government. We got it, uh, IPO'd, uh, came on with a new, different geological theory mm -hmm. and uh, discovered the one on Scipio vein in hole one. Uh, very first hole we drilled on the property, discovery hole. Yeah. So a real fairy tale story. Right. Um, and then we continued to drill out. Um, times were tough back then, uh, difficult to raise capital for drilling, yeah. despite good results. Yeah. And so we were Fresneo uh, on the other side of the boundary, saw what was going on, said, yeah. hey, we like what we see here. And um, would you ever think of a joint venture? And sure, we offered up an earn in, and uh, now we're in the situation we're at now with um, they're a 56% owner in the property. Mm -hmm. We're a 44% owner and they're the operator. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very important point for people who don't know the story to understand. Um, you know, we're right in their front yard. Yeah. They're building this mine for the joint venture. And it's the third 
my mind. This has been so built this in the area. When did you? Because I like I remember speaking to you guys way back when, 2016, possibly in Zurich. Right. I think. And so when did you consciously make that decision? I, I, I'm always fascinated by the way the CEOs and the way the boards think. So your model is someone else is doing all the work and you're, you're benefiting from that because they know what they're doing. It's in their backyard, as you say. Yeah. When did you consciously make the decision that that was the route you were going to go? I think that decision was made when, despite absolutely stellar drill results, it was, we were unable to fund the company to do follow-up drilling mm. and to fully prove up the technical thesis, yeah. the, the, the geological model. And so it was sort of forced upon us. And uh, my joint mag uh, six years ago, yeah. <coughs> that joint venture had been done by then. And my background is more of an operator, mine builder type, right. type person, right? right? And so, yeah, I thought, here's mag and we're going to go and build mines and right. carry on. and. Um, I've looked at the way this joint venture's uh, performed, and uh, I mean we've had incredible exploration success at the joint venture. The house, yeah. But uh, now we sit here as a 1.2 billion dollar Canadian market cap company now, mm. with eight people in the company, and that's an extraordinarily extraordinary uh, market cap to. Uh, employee sort of. Ratio. So the luck luckiest thing that happened to you was not being able to fund your business, right? We, <laughs> You could look at it like that. I mean, some other people would look at that a different way yeah. and say, you fools, you gave up 50% of one of the best silver assets in the world. But you know what? I mean, we're a Canadian company. Um, these Fresneo do all of the execution on the ground. Yeah. They've been mining in this area for 130 years. Yeah. So it, it enables us to be very lean and very efficient. And so, you know, we have... No, future potential assets in the company, hmm. but I've got to say, um, pairing a small company like MAG up with incredible geological horsepower and technical ability to maybe find more tier one assets, and then marrying the execution of those up with the best people on the planet to actually uh, run oh no, them. Absolutely. It's, a, it's freed you up to do other things, which is, which is, which is great. Yep. So you partner with the right people, with the capital, the know-how right. locally, and you can't argue with a market cap like that. So no. you know, that's, that's, that's great. But so what are you doing with your time? You, there's a few, few of you in the company. You haven't got much GNA, really. No. no. So what are you doing? First of all, it's about working with Fresneo to extract the maximum value out of the joint venture ground. Right. So that's looking now at what's the best strategy for the construction. How are we going to run this mine? Right. And collectively between you know, the people in MAG and uh, Fresneo, there's many, many hundreds of years of operating history. Mm. Where do we explore next on the property? Well, I think it's, right. yeah. So Fresneo listen to you? Do they, oh, they, yeah. they, they're the local guys with the local knowledge. Yeah. So they're listening well, to we, you. It's a conversation. Yeah, it's a conversation. Right. And occasionally we have a good idea. Right. And occasionally right. okay. they think it's a good idea. Okay. And, and, it, and it goes up the flagpole, right? Right. Um, but you know, it's, there's a lot of work involved in the sort of the governance of the joint venture budget, particularly now in a construction phase. Mm. Now you're monitoring progress, you're monitoring spending. Um, as you said, only eight people, but there's all the other stuff you have to do of being a publicly listed company. Uh, we've, we've got another asset in Mexico, mm -hmm. and um, you know we're working at opportunities around that. 
and uh, ask my wife and kids. You're not. I'm not home that often, right? I mean, we're pretty so busy. We're, we all suffer from that. Yeah. <laughs> we all suffer from that. But so if I look at this other asset, that's going to stay within Mag Silver. You're not going to spin that out. No. Right. Okay. Well, so at the moment, anyway. Right. So yeah. you, you're going around talking to existing shareholders. You're talking to new shareholders, and you've you know obviously got a partner who's doing a, a lot of the the legwork for you. So what do you do with the second asset? How, how do you go about financing that? Are you going to finance it, or is it well, just in the back burner for now? It's in the background for now. Right. But just when it, I mean our fo our focus has been purely on the ATM. Sure. Right. One the CPO is a gift. We've had a mantra in MAG for many years now. Our job is not to mess that up. Mm. Uh, add value to that. And that's where we work closely with Fresnia. Mm -hmm. Our exploration team and their exploration team meet two or three times a month, uh, two or three times a year now. And uh, you know, the success we've had is remarkable. Mm. Right? We found the deep zone under the Bonanza zone, one of the highest grade, if not the highest grade. Mm undeveloped property in the world, we then find a bigger zone underneath. Right. We then find parallel structures as we drill more. We then find, for the first time in 500 years of mining in this area, structures that run oblique to all of the generally east-west mm -hmm. lineated epithermal veins down there. Wow, another exploration explosion is about to happen. Okay. That all takes time. It, it, does, it does take time. So, I, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the thinking. So, what do you do with the next project when it's time to do it? You said you're focused on ATM. We're, 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 we're focused. So, right. ha, given <coughs> your background, which is exploration, development, building mines, right? Mm -hmm. you've, you've, you're now in a model which was alien to you before that, right. like forced upon you in, in, in a way. Yeah. Now you've seen that work. Would you be tempted to just follow the same model for the, for the next asset? Or uh, do you to think some degree, yes. Now's the time to go no, out on our own. To some degree. I mean, it, it's high value. Yeah. I mean, when you look at, now we quote this metric of $140 million of market cap per employee. Who else has that in the sector? Very few. The royalty companies. Yeah. What are the royalties? Yeah. Right? They're high value, low risk investments. Mm. We're a proxy for a royalty company. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, we can build a mine, but why not go to the best people in the world to build that particular asset that we've found? Mm. I think that's high value for a MAG shareholder. It's deep, I mean, the whole thing about one Ocipio is on the spreadsheet, incredible asset, mm. high IRR, you know, great payback period, 15% after tax IRR at $8, you know, probably makes money at $0 silver, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. Mm. But coupled to that, here is a company as the operator, Fresneo, are building their third flotation plant on the same rock, the same vein mm. that they've been mining for over 10 years. So it's a high value project, de-risked. Yeah. And to me, that maximizes a shareholder's return. Okay, so let's get on to shareholder return, because <coughs> you, you, you know, your general trend has been up this year. You, you, know, you, what, you know, double this year? About that? Oh, we were looking in this chart and, and a bit more at yeah. various points. Yeah. But you know, general general trend is up. It's great. Silver has been up this year as well, which also helps. But yes. so, what do you say to these new shareholders that you're talking to around London, Zurich, where, everywhere that you go, in terms of how do how do, where do you go from here? What do the shares do? Because they make money when the share price right. appreciates, right? Yep. So, how, 
Where's that coming from? Where's the next spirit coming from? Well, what we say right now is now's the time to buy because we've just come off a major sell-off mm-hmm. of some shares from one of our major shareholders. Why, why was that? Uh, they're uh, rebalancing their portfolio. Okay. So it, there, there's a number of issuers mm-hmm. who have seen this selling yeah. and we weathered that storm very so well. Suck those back up. Yeah, okay. and so now you see we're through that. Yeah. And uh, the potential for us to rise, you look at our share performance the last few days, and the volumes come way back down again. Mm-hmm. So I think people see, oh, mag's a buy right now. Okay. So I think that's good traction in the in the very it's short term. It's a buy, time. but if you if you show the growth, right? So so what are what are the messages that they've been resonated with them when you've been talking to them about where the growth is coming from? From twenty twenty one on, over a hundred million dollars of after tax free cash flow. Okay. From so that's m- dividends you're saying, potentially. Oh, potentially. It's a lot of cash. Is it going in the ground? Well, I think some will go in the ground, yeah. right? Because you know we've grown this resource significantly. Yeah. As we drill more, it'll continue to grow, and so we now have a four thousand ton per day plant coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably going to be the largest silver producer in the world when it starts up at those high grades mm. in the bonanza, bonanza zone. Mm. If we continue to find more resources on the drill bit, yeah. may, maybe we can expand that. Okay. Right, and then uh, you know, maybe you can grow that great asset even further. We'll still remain eight people, and uh, you know, we have incrementally a lot higher cash flow than what we're going to have. But look, I think at the end of the day, people need to appreciate with MAG and the one Scipio project, we're sitting here with 300 million ounces of silver discovered so far, mm-hmm. one and a half million ounces of gold, a billion pounds of lead, two billion pounds of zinc, Mm-hmm. And now we've got a couple hundred million pounds of copper. We've explored five percent of the surface area of the joint venture ground. So here is a forty-four percent of this assets worth a billion dollars. Five percent of the surface area. Okay. And if you look at our corporate presentation, you'll see the targets that we want to drill that we haven't been able to get the drill because we can't get away from where we are. Do you you think that you would, I mean, given this thing is going to throw off a lot of cash when it gets going, um, is there consideration that this thing gets taken private? Or do you think public's where you want to be? Well, it's going to be a big ticket to get taken private. Yeah. Um, But look, I think... uh, It's a lot of cash. Yeah, it's a lot of cash. I think there will be reinvestment in the property. Okay. For sure. But that reinvestment is incremental. Um, I mentioned to you, you know, a lot of those institutions, they've been with us for 10, 12, some of them 14 years. Yeah. My personal belief, yeah. those shareholders deserve a drink. For I'm sure. also a shareholder, yeah. significant shareholder. I've bought, you know, over 200,000 shares with my own money. Um, I'd like to pay myself a dividend, so I'd love to see dividends coming out well, of that's the liquidity. That's, yeah, you'd hope that. It should be very doable. Right. And the thing about MAG is, yeah, we're only eight people, but there's a bit of grey hair in there. And importantly, in that grey hair comes a lot of people who were around in the 90s so on you, the down you, cycle. You, yeah, you've seen the, the ugly side, right? You know, yeah. I was running mines, laying off people, disrupting families' lives through no fault of their own, mm. just by fact of the asset at that particular time in the cycle. And that's why if you look at one of our um, first slides in our corporate deck is our focus is high IRR. That's not glib, that's not management speak. 
right? Mm. I don't ever want to have to go and lay a bunch of people off again. No, okay. And again, this is the great conversation around around strategy and this, the thesis yeah. for, for for your business model is, you know, it is cyclical. Silver is can yeah. be erratic. You know, yep. it's had a good good year, right? Good run at it. Um, but and I speak to some CEOs and go, cash is king. You got to squirrel some away for a rainy day. You know, market cap is amazing right now, but it maybe it'll get better. It, it'll get, get better, or or it could get worse. But you, the point is, you got you've got to be cautious about the way that you build these things at at, the, at this scale, right? Because big big companies, it gets harder, right? For sure, we are a big market cap, right? But we have a very special asset here, right? Um, on a one point two kilometre strike length. Five to six metres wide, bellowing out the 30 metres at depth, still open everywhere. Mm. We've achieved a billion dollars and we're not even in production. So our Peter Nav now is trading almost in the mid-tier of where developers are. Mm. Nowhere near where a silver producer is. Okay. Let alone the silver producer that's got an all-in sustaining cash cost of $5 an ounce, run by one of the best silver operators in the world. Yeah, I think that answers my next question, which was going to be, why do people pick you guys versus the plethora of other developers, perhaps in, in other commodities? You think you've got a ways to go, some of those numbers? Well, you're going to get, in short period of time here, yeah. significant cash flow. You've got a management team on the board, that, that cash flow is not going to go to our heads. It's going to be invested wisely. Mm because we've all been around the business and we've seen how you make value and seen how you destroy value. Yeah. Right? I, um, but this is still very much an expiration story. Mm. Right? What we're sitting on at Wano Scipio is, in geological speak, is a fluid upwelling zone. It's where the fluids came in and mineralized this system. Every geologist, when they come out of university, and they can't sleep at night, what they start thinking about is finding the source. Very rarely does it happen when we've found it, mm. which is why this is such a prolific geological freak of nature. Our recent thinking from what we've learned from drilling, because uh, a, a deep fluid upwelling zone has never been drilled in this area before, our recent learning is telling us there could be a few more of these in the area. And the, if we find another one of these on the joint venture ground, it's phenomenal value creation for people. So as good as this story is, we're not bringing on a great silver mine that'll make immense cash flow for 20 plus years in the future. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do that, but that's the thin edge of the wedge. We're gonna continue to explore and we hope to find something bigger and better. Beautiful. That's a great first introduction yep. to our viewers. New, there's a new story to, to them. Right. Um, stay in touch. Oh, for sure. Let yep. us know how it goes. Obviously, some very exciting year coming up next year um, and lots of opportunity. Yeah. And I think you've given a very good account of why you think this thing has still a ways to go. Well, you buy some shares this afternoon. The next time we get together, you tell me how happy you are, all right? Okay. <laughs> I appreciate your time. Thanks very okay. much for coming in. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.